I swear these other podcasts are just a waste of time I'm skipping through them, I'd rather listen and change my mind Wes and Nick always help me through my daily grind Your favorite guys, your favorite lines, change my mind I swear these other podcasts are just a waste of time I'm skipping through them, I'd rather listen and change my mind Wes and Nick always help me through my daily grind Your favorite guys, your favorite lines, change my mind Yeah Nick, of course, as you we you know, we know, we all know, check that, Nick. Uh, change my mind, CMM means change my mind. But if it didn't mean that, if it was an acronym, if you will, for something else, is there something else? What would it be? Uh, this is a really tough one on the spot. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got, that means we got two questions today. Yeah, yeah, no, um, that's not even the intro question. I'm, I'm hammering it. It's, it's Big J Journalism Tuesday. How about creating oh multiverses of madness? Okay, we, we've definitely done that before. You know what? No, 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 no. I, I got a better one. I got a better one. Um, cautiously masturbating more. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, I like that. It, it always got to be looking over your shoulder. You never know who might be popping in. Well, you got a dog uh, in the house, right? You don't want him walking in on you, right? Yeah, uh, of course. No, no, no. The dog helps. Uh, uh, okay, that goes a long way. I'm not a dog owner, so I wouldn't know. Of course, you hate dogs, but right. maybe maybe you might love dogs now. Who knows? Um, how about curious, muscular men? Huh? We're asking questions away, huh? I mean, we are the fittest right there, huh? We are the fittest uh, podcast in the DSG. I don't know if that's saying much, but how, how about instead of Big J journalist, the term is now certified media man. Certified. Oh, I like that. I mm-hmm. like that. Yes, yeah. We have the, the press pass boys in the DSG, but I like that. People say we might complain a lot, you know, we, we, we might, uh, we might cry a lot, if you will, quotations. How about celebrating male menstruation? Um, I'm going to go, that's thing. I, I, that's going to, I'm going to say it's number three on the list so far. Okay. Uh, that's a thing. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm, not sure. I'm not a doctor. I don't oh, know. Um, yeah. Where's Joe? Creating more mania. Maybe last but not least. That works. That works. That, I, that might be the most appropriate, but the least fun. Yeah, it, it's yeah, I agree. I, you, you at home? How about you tell us? You know, well, if you got a nice acronym to to describe us. We got we got actually Joe, uh, Doctor Joe Gilmore in the chat here. Uh, corny metrosexual males. Hmm. I guess yeah. I like this one. The blacklist boys were alluding to our conversation prior to uh, the actual recording of the show. Yes, yes, of course, of course. Uh, but but without further ado, I am Wesley Sykes, and through the other side of the ether is the Wonder Man to my super adaptoid, Mister <laughs> Nicholas J. Esquire, comedian for hire. That is my favorite one that you've done so far. But you insulted yourself immensely there. That character gets shit on so much in the show. He might be my best fart part from the whole my best fart and best part from this whole show. But uh, I think this might be the most appropriate comparison to you yet. I, I think you're very handsome. I think you're a wonderful man. Uh, maybe a little vain, but I, I don't know. Yeah, a little bit. I'd say I'm a little vain. Yeah. But you know what, Wes? I, I was really, I'm very curious to hear your thoughts on, on the, the main topic that we have planned for today. Which is, of course, M-O-D-O-K. Yes, MODOK, the newest Marvel animated series now streaming on Hulu. But before that, Nick, another question. A little easier one. Do you have any plans this coming weekend? Of course, it's a long weekend. Uh, mask off Memorial Day weekend in Massachusetts. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm getting the vaccination on Friday. So hopefully oh. by Sunday I'm good. And then I'm going to brunch with um, one of Lauren's friends or her yeah. and her friends. So now, hopefully. let me ask you, do you do you think you timed that out right? 
you know, Wes, I've been putting it off for too long and everything's starting to open up. And it's like now if you have the vaccination and you don't, you don't need to wear a mask, I need to just get it done. Well, I, I, so that, that's not what I'm questioning. What I'm questioning is that like maybe, uh, you know, a lot of people tend to come down with a cold, maybe feel something or something, you, you know, big outdoor weekend the Friday uh, before doing that, you know, was that thought out? See, okay. And I, and I understand that you like these, these weekends to me, it's sure. Cool. Whatever. I mean, but I, I, I also have the other thing is was I have a graduation party that I'm going to the following weekend. So oh. if I push it off this weekend and then try to do it next weekend, then I might not be feeling well. So it's just, one thing after another, I just got to get it a high school or a college graduation uh, masters uh, celebration, oh, so like a oh. small, small gathering. So, so, so much better. Okay. I was going to say if it's a high school graduation part, then it's not, that's not really fun. You can't really get no. wet and wild there. No. Anything above. Okay. I, I, I see you want to save it up. Exactly. Um, I, I asked you- because, you know, uh, of course, one of my favorite holidays, Memorial day weekend, is going to be, um, probably an eruption, a big discharge depot the whole weekend. Ooh. Um, you know, I, I think all across the Bay state, but, uh, my wife is not working uh, for the, like the first time in, in this week on the Sunday or Monday uh, that like I, I think since we've been back in Massachusetts, so I was wondering, we've been talking about on the show for all this time. I think you and the lady come down to the Cape. We go, uh, you know, bar hopping Cape Cod Memorial Day weekend style. Oh. Maybe start with some uh, do some recon work for our next week's episode. Oh, OK, OK. That would have been that would have been actually a really good idea. Fuck. And for the people at home, I didn't even uh, say this to Nick beforehand. I'm putting him on the spot live on the air. Yeah. So he's he's gonna let me down real hard. Right I've already, now. I already let you down. I told you I'm getting the shot, and then I'm going, and then on Sunday we're going to brunch, and I work on Saturday night and Sunday night. So uh, we're, we're going to brunch with uh, what with uh, one of Lauren's friends. So yes. Well, where are you going to brunch? Uh, some it's uh, what's it called? There's a place in Boston, or I think it's between Boston and Lawrence ish because where her friends coming from. I think it's the oh my god, I like the name too. She just sent it to me. The playwright, the playwright bar. Oh, nice, yes. So that's it's a, like a medieval time sort of thing. You do a little jousting over some eggs, you know, like you throwing this my way, like on the fly. She threw that my way right before the show. So, before oh, we get I see. so, so had I actually did text you and reached out beforehand, maybe this all could have been avoided. Possibly, possibly, yes. But it's see, I, I liked this Lauren uh, character at first. Uh, I thought she was good for it. I thought she, but now, now she is just uh, a thorn in my side, and she's an enemy. She is a saint after watching friggin' <laughs> Modoc with me all weekend. Uh, we've been that together, and oh my god. Oh. But Nick, how about that for a segue? Nonetheless, uh, I was asking about your plans this weekend. And for our next week's episode, we are going to be asking you, the people, your plans for the best New England summer destinations, of course, with Memorial Day weekend and kind of, uh, you know, the unofficial lifting of COVID or however you want to want to word it. Uh, We are seeking everything from from our members of the DSG and all of our listeners in the greater New England area to uh, submit your favorite summer destinations, your day trips, your weekend getaways, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. summer drinks, summer meals, restaurants, all that type of stuff, right? Send any videos or, or emails or anything to our Twitter account uh, at Change My Mind Pod. And Nick, make sure I got this email right. Uh, Change My Mind DSG at yep. gmail.com. That is correct. As far as that is correct. Yep. Change my mind. DSG at gmail.com. And yeah, like Wes said, send us everything. I mean, 
I hope that we don't get a bunch of we like to go to Florida's. I don't think I think our listeners are a lot smarter than that. Um, but, uh, well, if they listen to the title, it's best New England summer destinations. Well, okay, fine, <laughs> fine. Yeah, I guess if that would help if people actually listened, but you know that's ironic. That, that would be helpful, earlier. Yeah. Jesus, but yeah. Anyways, um, so yeah, so keep it to New England. Where in so yeah, I'm I'm flustered now. I I'm pissed. I was trying to make a point, and I my point was totally uh, irrelevant. So uh, yeah, yes, but so. You know, we're we're um, soliciting the help from all the members of the DSG far and wide to get uh, some of the best destinations on the Cape, the North Shore. Uh, Nick, your neck of the woods in the South mm-hmm. Coast, maybe uh, the Rhode Island area. Uh, Connecticut you know, still. Connecticut in there as well. Uh, you know, New Hampshire, uh, Vermont, any of these nice nice places we want. We want to hear from you as everything kind of gets Dang. back up open. We want to give a, a good shot in the arm, so to speak, to the local businesses in the area. Yeah, I I'll tell you what I I want to hear some Maine, New Hampshire ones from you guys because I love going up there, I, especially Maine. Portland is I love it, I love it there. But it's a beautiful time. Doc is already in the chat. He is claiming the North Shore, so uh, you know make make a note there. Uh, also, as a programming note, uh, we will be rec- recording Tuesday instead of next Monday to actually uh, enjoy that full Memorial Day weekend. And a last bit of uh, house cleaning here before we move forward and trending now. Uh, the results from last week's Change My Mind Debate Club were in, and pretty oh. resounding, Nick. Um, you lost. I'm telling you, man, 78 I, to 79, 79 to what is that, 22, 1918? I, I don't know. You do, the I math. don't think I've won a poll in a long ass time. I've been coming, I mean, obviously, you know, second place this time around means I came in last, but in sure. general, I feel like I haven't, I've been stuck in that slot for a while. I think that you had like I know Billy won when he was on with us, mm-hmm. and then you know Mac won this time the last time around. But I feel like the last time it's been you and me, the last like three, I feel like you've won those. Yeah, you know, and it's it's uh, you know I don't know what to say. I'm trying to be humble about it here, uh, but you know you've been winning. That that yeah, you know, you've certainly been winning in life. You've been on a hot streak. Uh, you know, with the jokes and whatnot. So, uh, you know, you can't win at everything. This is true. And if I'm going to lose to anybody, I'm happy that it's my podcast partner. Oh, stop. See, that. See, th- this is the alpha thing that we were talking about last week, I and I don't like it. <laughs> I'm serious, though. I'd rather <laughs> lose to you than to, like, goo or somebody stop, like that. Stop. Okay, next topic, the Eternals trailer. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I can't take this anymore. We got we got two-plus minutes of Eternals action. Yeah, and it what looks – it looks solid. Um, I, I just, I'm very, look, I, I think I'm we, skeptical. I, I know I talked about this going into, or when, when the series started back up, when the comic book series started back up with, uh, and Kieran Gillen was right in this. And I know that may, 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 may need a little to most of our listeners, because if you're not reading comic books, but if you listen to TLDR, yeah. you've heard Kieran Gillen before he writes once in future. He also wrote, um, what the heck was it? He's writing die two comics that Joe and I think very highly of, and he's writing eternals. And I got to tell you, Wes, like I, I just couldn't get into it. And then something happened where I didn't – like one week my issue didn't come in. Something happened, and I fell off. It just it stopped reading it. So if I'm not getting into it there, I, I just – like it's MCU, so I'm sure I'll be fine with it in the end. But I just don't – like I'm wondering, is this going to be the worst thing that we've gotten from the MCU in a long time? So I just – I'm not – I don't think yeah. it's going to suck, but uh, I don't have high hopes. 
I'm trying to stay on the fence with it, um, you know, and I'm, I'm trying to stay positive with it, too, because I think I have a lot of my same uh, uh, similar doubts as you do. And and, and I kind of think of, like, Guardians of the Galaxy, right? I think that's probably the comp to this movie, uh, if we're going to do Marvel, where we didn't really know any of the characters, but there were, like, five, right? Five or six. Yeah. This is, like, 10, 11, 12, 8, you know, however main characters. I just worry that it's too much uh, new characters in one small setting to really give it its proper due so that's that's my one concern but on the yeah. flip side i think it's going to look great uh the mm -hmm. cinematography looks really awesome i love the whole idea of them uh kind of weaving themselves throughout human history and, and yeah. kind of playing with history and kind of going back to what is it uh, uh mesopotamia or babylon you know uh mm -hmm. in, in, in egypt and all that kind of stuff and kind of helping man grow and uh, humanity yeah. grow over time i think that's kind of interesting i do like um, that and we'll and see and I don't really I, know much about it. Look, the the thing that they the things that they have going for them is you have quite a few uh, actors who we are very familiar with. You have Angelina Jolie. You have um, I don't know his name, but the guy who plays Rob Stark in Game of Thrones. You have Kit Harrington's going to mm -hmm. be in there. Salma is Hayek. That Icarus or uh, Icarus? Uh, Icarus, or, or... I believe, is Rob Stark. Yes, that's yeah. the same the same actor. Um, yeah. Kit Harrington is playing Black is uh, is playing Black Knight, who mm -hmm. is a character that I'm reading his series right now, and I'm very much into that. I'm very excited to see what he turns into now. He should be a little bit of a joke, but they you have that going for you coming into this. And I think that when, when you have these characters who people aren't going to give a shit about, you're better off going with these big names. Whereas in the past, we've seen characters who we know well, and it's like, you know, Chris Evans, people knew who Chris Evans was, but he wasn't what he is now. So sure. it, it's, it's a little bit different where you can get attached to the character. Well, now it's like, okay, I'll give Angelina Jolie's character a chance because it's Angelina, played by Angelina Jolie, not just some random fuck who I just don't care about. Yeah, and I think the dork guy said this on Angelina Jolie real quick. I just don't really buy her as an action hero. I feel like they really try to force her as a as a uh, strong woman, uh, you know, action hero, and she's just way too frail. I feel like she's just gonna break every time she does it. So, um, uh, you know, I find that interesting. But if you rate your excitedness for the following movies here that that are coming out for Marvel: uh, Black Widow, Eternal, Shang Chi. Okay, uh, Shang Chi definitely top of that list. Black Widow. Easily in the middle, and, and then Eternals. You, you or did you want a number grade? No, no, no. You, yeah, you got yeah. it right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I think I'm with you with Shang Chi, but I'm going to flip flop Eternals and Black Widow. I think I, oh. I think I'm, I'm excited for Black Widow, but uh, it's kind of like uh, pizza. Like I know it's going to be good. I don't really have to worry about it. The Eternals is kind of like the, the uh, intriguing special that the waiter describes, and it sounds good, but you're not sure if you like it. And I'm like, maybe I'm feeling adventurous enough. Uh, so, yep. so I'm intrigued because it's the unknown. And mm -hmm. I think uh, Joe in the chat, again, uh, is kind of on the same page here. He says uh, it's got the sneaky potential to be really good. I think I'm kind of on that same page there. Yeah, I mean, look, it's, it's still MCU. I still feel like it will end up being good. It's just a matter of how good is it going to be. Is it something I'm going to want to rewatch? Is it something that's going to have this major impact on things moving forward? Um, is it going to be – It's again, it's characters you don't care about. So I would assume it's not going to be worse than – uh, than you know the the first two Thor movies, but mm -hmm. you've you've done so much that I expect much better than that going in. Like I expect most MCU movies to be at least like an eighty two on our scale and above. If you're not that, right. then what are we what are we doing? 
And of course, our scale for those who aren't familiar is out of 100, very complex. Um, yes, so we sure. don't expect you to get it on the first swing, but maybe once you get acclimated to our uh, way of doing things and get around to it. Mm. Uh, but Nick, per deadline, uh, Timothy Chalamet has been cast as young Willy Wonka in the Wonka reboot uh, prequel. Yeah, so I don't. I remember hearing about this, the, not the the casting, but the actual like the idea part. of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Who wants this? Like, I understand going back and telling different stories. This is. I wouldn't say this is as shitty of an idea as the Cruella Deville movie is, but it's this essentially is the same thing. It's pretty bad. I mean, at least with this one, I I think Cruella Deville that one's the worst one though. Who the fuck? Like, I understand in in the course of time we've now started to see that villains are still view themselves as heroes as their own, of their own stories, and they're not usually they're not just straight up pure evil like Cruella Deville was portrayed to be. But I don't think anybody wants cares to see her like uh, character redone and cleaned up or whatever shit like that. It's just so, yeah. it's so stupid. Yeah, I, I agree with you. You know, Gene Wilder, like, I, I think we saw this with Johnny Depp. Like, you know, you're not going to get better than Gene Wilder. And, no. and Johnny Depp, you know, Timothy Chalamet is kind of that Johnny Depp of this generation where he feels very mysterious and handsome and kind of do these weird roles. And again, I, you know, I think the casting, if you're going to do a Willy, young Willy Wonka, I think it's probably the best casting you could do, right? Uh, but yeah, I, mean, he I definitely just don't looks really have an interest in this. He definitely looks the part, um, you know, as a kid and stuff like that. And I would say he, he, you would think he's more young Johnny Depp. But I don't know. I mean, yeah, I just don't get why anybody wants this movie. I really don't. I understand why yeah, he's I mean, taking people, it. Home. Yeah, if people are going to pay for it, you know. Again, it's the idea of like – my father showed me this movie. I want to show this movie to my kids, you know, and then that's your, your connection. Uh, you, you have, you have some sort of connection. To your kids. You know, that's probably the idea behind it. You know what we should do going forward? We, we got to workshop it a little bit, but just like kind of off the top where you say people are going to pay to see this movie. I question how well this movie will do. Like, do you, do you think it's going to make a hundred million dollars or do you think it's going to make? Oh, I like where you're going with yeah, this. Like, this is your DraftKings style uh, futures, right? Something yes. along those lines. Yep. Futures. Um, exactly what I'm thinking. Uh, uh, I like where you're going with that. Nick, yeah. we're going to have to add that to the chart here. Yes. Something, it was something we could, I don't know if we can do episodes on it or we could do a beginning of the year episode, but um or just a segment on the show, whatever moving forward. But cause I don't monthly, know. Monthly, bi-monthly or something. You know, yeah. we, we take a look ahead for the next two months or, you know, and, and maybe we, we kind of hold off until theaters and, and people are kind of going back. But I, right. I, I like uh, where your head's at a lot. Yeah, we'll work, we'll work on it. We got a little bit of time. So we'll see mm -hmm. how, how people start responding. Oh, going damn, back Nick, that's good. That's real good. Thanks. My no, even are a hard. Blind squirrel finds it every once in a while. But yeah, Timothy Chalamet, um, that tells you what the Newsweek has been like for us, everybody. We're talking about Timothy. Chalamet. Yeah, and Wonka. <laughs> yeah, and as Willy Wonka. Um, let's head over to the comic book Minute West. So I wanted to highlight a couple of uh, indie books actually this week. Please. We have Philadelphia issue 13 coming out. Now we had Rodney Barnes art a little while back. Um, and for those who don't know, Rodney Barnes is also, I, I believe he's writing or producing the uh, HBO show that's on the Lakers that's coming out with Bo, um, is it Bo Burnham. Oh, Bo Burnham. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. 
he's I forget if he's writing or producing that, but he's on that project. Um, and he's done a lot of other stuff too. But Philadelphia is something that's been it's an outstanding series. The first two trades are out. This is the start of the third arc. So if you've been behind, you didn't get to start on it. Joe talked about it a while back. I've read all of it up to this point. We had Rodney on. There's so many ways to catch up on this um, or to see if it's something for you. So I highly recommend it. Also, Shadecraft is another image book. Issue three is out this week. The first two, um, I, I'm sure there are some local comic shops that still have the first two. Get them. This has been an awesome series. I've really enjoyed it, one through three. And it's just, it's not this crazy heavy, like, oh my God, epic thing, but it's it's good. It's like, it's a quality story. And I you have an idea of where they're going, but they take a good, like hard right turn every so often. And I've, it's three, three, three issues very much on board. Um, and then dark horse has another Witcher, uh, mini series going on right now. They did a four issue one. The last, it was not this month, but the previous four months they had one going on really enjoyed that one. And it's the same writer on this title, the art. I don't, love but it's fine it works for the witcher and all the weirdness that's going on in the medieval times. so uh the witcher witches lament issue one that comes out this week and joe and i on tldr will be doing our june solicit as we do in the last week of every month which started last month but we've, we're doing that moving forward now i like that you got to pay those bills you know the first and the 15th so you got to get there right at the end of the month exactly. solicit some corner content i like it exactly but it is now time wes for us to talk about <laughs> The perhaps shittiest main topic that we've ever had on no. CLDR. It's up there. I I, I, I don't think so. I don't well, think that's the case. Tell the people what we're talking about. Of course, we are talking about M O D O K Modoc, the exit survey. And for those who aren't familiar, the synopsis is uh, the series centers around an egomaniacal supervillain with a really big head and a really little body who struggles to maintain control of his evil organization and his demanding family. And uh, this is starring, of course, Patton Oswalt as Modoc, the mm -hmm. title character. Uh, Melissa Fumero, um, played uh, who plays Melissa Tarleton. Tarleton, uh, yeah. A yeah, okay. Amy Garcia as Jody Tarleton. Uh, Wendy, am I getting? Yeah, I'm getting this all right. Sorry. Uh, Wendy <laughs> McClendon Covey as Monica Rappuccini. All right, now I'm now I'm on page. Okay. Uh, ben Schwartz yeah. as Lou Tarleton, and then uh, John Hamm as Iron Man. I did not realize that. Uh, cool. Nathan Fillion as Simon Williams Wonder Man. I did I didn't see that one even without having to see the listing. Whoopi Goldberg as Marion Pouncey. Uh, Bill Hader as Samuel Stearns, Beckett Bennett as Austin Vandersleet, and uh, John Daly as Super Adaptoid. <sighs> yeah, and uh, I left the critics reception blank because a uh, new series, not a whole lot out there uh, at this point, and it's not really that good. Uh, so I think our our word is bond. Our word okay, is bold. well, I will throw one out there, um, oh, uh, well, one that we okay. that we disagree with. Uh, apparently, IGN, I don't know who the reviewer was, uh, but they gave it an eight point oh out of ten. Um, okay. And Patton Oswalt really appreciated the, what was written in the review. He actually yeah. shared this on Twitter. Um, of course he did. Oswald is a delight as Modoc, who speaks with the Shakespearean fist-shaking cadence of a character from Jack Kirby's Fourth World. So hmm. there you go. That's well, that's, that's not, not how a, I feel about a it. A fart-sniffing review. I don't know what is. Now yeah. I enjoy uh, Pat and Oswald a lot. I thought I thought his voice acting was was great in this. I thought uh, Modoc was was pretty funny in this. So if I had to give my overall score. 
uh, it's it's okay, right? It's just like a reheated leftovers. Give, give oh. it a solid 69 out of 100 okay. with the tweet length review of this has some decent laughs. I couldn't really care less about the storyline, nor does it really matter to me. Uh, but I think the show could grow over time upon rewatch. I think it's something that you kind of fall asleep to, and then you kind of catch the jokes that, that you maybe didn't miss that happen kind of fast at a breakneck pace. Okay. Um, so a 69 out of 100. Yeah, it's a nice see, score. See, that nice – <laughs> yeah, Well, I, I won't disagree with that, but when that one point between 69 and 70 to me mm. is huge. Because sure. 70 for me, that is the, that is where it's at fine. That is where it's like I can say to somebody, it's fun time. It's not this crazy great thing, but you might enjoy yourself. Um, 75, I have no problem saying this is good at that level. That's it. But 69 to me, when you get into the 60s, now it's like, okay, now we're kind of dealing with some shit. And you got to have – you got to like this is your thing. For me, Wes, this is a 61 out of 100, and I still Ooh. feel like I might be going a little high. Um, wow, Okay. I want to call this the Adam Dunn of TV shows. Oh, but I think that's three true outcomes. I, I want to, well, yeah. Um, but what I, are the I three still, true outcomes of this show? First question on the exit survey. Go. I want to say that th that's too high praise, Adam Dunn. Um, I think this is more like the Minnesota Twins version of David Ortiz. Oh, and for those who cut. don't, for those who don't, who aren't baseball fans out there or, or Red Sox fans, whatever, uh, David Ortiz sucked before he came to the Red Sox, and then I guess they just have better juice in Boston. So he turned <laughs> I, into. I was wondering when the next cut was going to be because he also he was a kind of skinny guy. Yeah, so he was. Um, I think he started. Yeah, he probably started doing it before, he, but they all did it then. It just everybody had different stuff. It's, uh, come on, but anyways, sixty-one out of a hundred. I uh, like. There were some moments that were funny. And honestly, Wes Modoc, I did. I think I, I actually think I hate Patton Oswalt, and I don't really? say that about many actors. Um, but I don't like him, period. And I, I, I don't like what he does in the comic book realm. And I, I will, you know, I, I do want. I can we start there with the questions that we have for our exit survey? Yes. Okay. Yes, so please, I think I think that you went well beyond the tweet length review as we usually do. Yes. Uh, it's more of a thread. The Adam Dunn part was my well, actual tweet yeah. for you. Sorry. <laughs> we um, both do it. Hey, we're there. So do you like Pat Oswalt? That's that's my first question after watching this. Um, you know, I I used to really enjoy him when he was more of that kind of like oddball out there comedian. He was kind of like counterculture David Cross comedian. Now he's kind of more mainstream, he's a little bit older, right? You, you know, you you get a little more soft around the edges. Mm -hmm. Um but I, I thought he was pretty good in this. I thought he was pretty funny in this. See, now I come into this having read. I it, make good businessman. Yeah, <laughs> I, I see. That's my problem. Modoc is supposed to be this evil genius, maniacal, and I get like we talked about this before. How we I, I, we understand that villains have evolved, and that is a good thing. You can't just have them be this evil person, and that is it. They they there's no goodness within them and they think they're the hero of their own stories. Like you need to have that stuff. But with Modoc, I, I I'm sorry, I'm getting jumping around. Pat Oswalt, I read he tried to write some comic for DC's like death metal event and it was like one of the few things that I fucking hated from that thing. It was outstanding. Everything Scott Snyder did was awesome, but in most other people, but what Pat Oswalt wrote was like the first thing I was like, what the fuck is this? And I saw it with Pat Oswalt like, oh that sucks. Now, I kind of like him. Do you think that uh, you're alone in that opinion in the comic book world, or do you no. think that's something that is kind of a consensus? I'm pretty – look, I mean I, I, I don't 
I, I can read different stuff and say like, okay, this isn't for me. I understand that. Like, it, it, like they, there was um, a wonder, uh, not uh, a Supergirl thing that came out not too long ago, and I was like, this is not for me. I don't like it, but I know it's not for me. That was just shit. What Patton Oswalt wrote okay. and what he did in the show, I just don't. I, I don't like it at all. I, how, about, I how about Pat and Oswald overall? Do you think like the majority of the comic book world kind of share that opinion? I don't know. I don't. I. I. I it was wasn't until that and now this that I didn't yeah. like him. Until then, like it's what you said. Like he's as that like weird neighbor. He was in King Queens, I think, right? And like yeah, I yeah, yeah. I mean, that shows like the epitome of like meh. But he's fine in that. Like he's. I think he's a little bit better than fine. He's better than most people in that show. But oh god, I. I don't like him now. Anything that he's involved in now, I don't think I want a part of. Honestly, yeah, you know, I think he what I think he did a murder doc recently that his wife found something about like the uh, it uh is it oh I'm I'm blanking on the serial killer there. I remember you saying that though, Wes. But oh. it was something she she like she died like recently because of it, and he like completed the work and stuff for it. It, it just came out like maybe oh. uh, during the pandemic. That also rings a bell, and that is sad. Uh, I'm I'm blanking. So someone will figure it out. But at, at any point, uh, while you're looking that up, the, the other question uh, outside of Patton Oswald, I think we should create an acronym to stick with the theme of the show to describe this show. So Nick, while you're looking that up, I have uh, Goop. Right, so that, that, that's a term that gets thrown out there all the time, right? Who's the what's the wife's name? Jody. She's trying to become like a Gwyneth Paltrow like uh, yeah. influencer <laughs> YouTuber. So, uh, Goop, good enough, occupationally watched, occasionally laughed, perhaps mm. a waste of time. That I like. I like what you did there. I just don't think perhaps waste of time, I think is the best part of all this. Um, <laughs> but what was it? Uh, I'm trying to find the name of it and it's about the golden state killer. That's all I can find. And it was mm -hmm. on HBO or supposed to be on HBO. Is, that, or, is that the yeah. same as a Zodiac killer? I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, there's so many murder. Docs I, I don't, I, it might be, I'll be gone. I'll be gone in the dark. I think that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. I'll yeah. be gone in the dark. So there you go. Um, I have not watched it and maybe that's good. That's fine. Um, I'm called uh, from, so my acronym for MODOK is mm -hmm. WAFD. Uh, what a fucking disappointment. I <laughs> we honestly, get one of those, we get one of those. Yeah. I honestly thought that it, I, I think that's like the fifth time I've set, dropped an F bomb in this episode. Um, you don't ever do it. I'm the one that I do it all the time. I don't give a shit, but I'm, I'm so annoyed. I thought this was going to be funny. I mean, legitimately Wes, I asked Lauren, can we binge this on Sunday? Because we had other stuff going on the two days before, and it's like, okay, Sunday, can we can we do this? She's not going to care if it's good. It doesn't matter. But it's like I'm sitting there watching it where there's 25 minutes of pop. I'm like, I got to watch this because it was my idea to do this as an episode. <laughs> and she's sitting here with me watching this, and I, we, got, we both got work Monday, so we can't do it. She's like, fuck, man. This is such a waste of our Sunday. This sucks. And I gave it a 61. I mean, like, honestly, it's there are funny yeah. moments. There are legitimate laugh-out-loud moments in the course of it for – Guys, girls, and everybody. Like it's it, it was not I like that. But man, it's just anyways, what's the next question here? Well, okay, so I think the, the next way we should go is how is this show best consumed? Okay, because I think um the way to go about this is I think the obvious comparison is to uh, a robot chicken, um a you watch Simpsons, that? uh here and there. Yeah, you know, I definitely like some of it. You know, I, I love the, their Star Wars uh stuff on there. I think I think that was pretty good. Um, but you know, I'm definitely more of a family guy person, but I, but the idea of those one liner jokes where you don't really have need a storyline uh, throughout, I think if they went 
fully into that instead of just leaning into that side of things. I think it would have been much more better um, that you could kind of have as a background uh, sort of thing with him just kind of playing jokes on trying to get Iron Man or capture yes. Iron Man in his shoe, which I thought was kind of a funny thing, uh, you know, in the first episode to later trying to get Captain America shield. And then you have all these different things kind of playing in with Wonder Man. And he has these funny one-liners about uh, being great in like, uh, you know, uh, different families or something like, you know, uh, uh, what's it called? Blended families and stuff. He's mm -hmm. like, are you seeing me in, in Wakanda or something? <laughs> you know, and he makes some joke about that, you know, yeah. and, and it's like funny, you know, funny stuff like those one liners that you may not miss if you're just kind of casually watching. But if you watch it over and over again, you're like, oh, oh, I, I, that's kind of funny. Like right before you doze off sort of thing. Mm -hmm. like, I think that's the best way that this show uh, could have been utilized. And I think it, it fell short with trying to have, um, a, a centered storyline throughout the eight episodes or whatever it is. I don't know if you just thought of that now or if you thought of that as we we're getting ready for the show, but I guarantee you thought of it on the fly either way or like it was the first thing that came to you, Wes. And guess yeah, what? I, mean, it, I, I could give some things some thought, you know? But, but but either way, you it makes perfect sense is what I'm trying to say. It didn't it took it probably didn't take a lot of effort on your end, is what I'm saying. And it makes perfect sense. And I get that's what robot chicken is. And there's a whole I've never watched it, but there was a whole other issue that I have with robot I chicken. Think, I think Seth Green is also the exec you know, executive producer attached to this in some way, too. Yes, so he's it sounds it. like they were leaning for it. looks like they were leaning for that. Well, and I just wish they just got that extra push just so why not? If it's going to be weird and zany and it's not you know, going to be the redheaded stepchild of Marvel, it's not even on Disney Plus where it's on Hulu, uh, why not go fully off the deep end and just kind of do it as like a clip show sort of thing? Yeah, I agree. I don't I, – I, like – I think that would have been perfect because the storyline, as we're watching it the whole way through. So, well, to answer the, the question that you have, how is it best consumed? Uh, I wouldn't say if they had done this weekly, you would have been fucked. Pe nobody would have been watching no, this so after the first episode. Yeah. They would have been out. Or if, even if you dropped the first two or three episodes, they would have been out absolutely after the second one. This is not good. Um, and the storylines, too, it's like you take too long on some of this shit. I think after – so there was the whole issue with um, – like what was it? Anomaly? What's the or um, Enigma? What's the the alternate reality version of Modok who doesn't exist on any timeline? Oh, the, oh, uh, it, 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 whatever yeah. he's called. He like that whole thing with him took extremely long, and it, what it came to a res well, we thought it came to a resolution at the end of eight, and then it was like okay. If this had happened, you know, maybe on episode six, then this would have been a little bit better. You're probably a little bit tighter, a lot less fat. And I'm not one to complain about that shit, but there's just so much just, huh? What? This isn't funny. Why? Like this is just, there's only like, there's some, I, I know a lot of people look for the laugh out loud moments a ton. And I, I like those. Don't get me wrong. But I think if you have a show where it's like, oh, that's funny. That's a lot of that. I'm good. But when you have like batting average, but when you have a high slugging percentage in a fucking you know, below the Mendoza line batting average, I, it's a waste of my time. And, and then the terrible plot to go with. It. Like, But it's a comedy, so that's why I'm focusing so much on the yucks that this didn't happen. Right. Yeah, and again, I think playing on the uh, deep, diverse world that is the Marvel Cinematic Universe where you can kind of do this Deadpool sort of thing where yes. you can kind of be meta and mock things. And again, they were there, right? They have... Mr. Sinister and all these other villains in there that are kind of like the leader of this villain VIP clubs. They can't get in. So he goes and gets this ragtag group of people of like 10 pin, which I thought was awesome. Chris Parnell is great. 10 pin. I thought was hysterical. And they do this 
um, you know, Rick and Morty, uh, um, oh, the Vindicators, you know, this type of thing where everyone kind of gets together. Um, you know, who, who are the Avengers like uh, in, in Invincible, right? It, they, this kind of like anti-hero group, and it's kind of a play on that. Yeah. Um, so I think that's kind of funny too, you know, like there's, there's definitely opportunities for this to make fun of some of the more maybe obscure Marvel heroes or villains again, like I, I think of Ten Pin, I think of Melter, some of these like weird. They did a good job with that. That yeah. was good. They brought, they did. That was one of the few things that they did right in this was integrate. They didn't do it enough, but they definitely brought in a good portion of characters from from the MCU that or, or from Marvel in general. Where Wonder Man, somebody who we haven't seen on the big screen or in a show, awesome, love that, and all these other obscure characters. And and but then. And then we see, you know, Hawkeye's arrows mixed in. We see Captain America's shield, Thor's hammer. This all comes later on in the show. But then we add, we only see Iron Man. I, maybe there's like logistical things and that's fine. And we see Wolverine's claws and um, I think it was the thing's hand in a commercial and a mm -hmm. motor at one point. But then these the the bat the big bads, the Helix or whatever the frig their name was, the 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 corporation, like the, the monsters leading the corporation. Yeah. They're just made up out of nowhere. Why are we just pulling them out of, out of our asses and make it, creating this on the spot? That doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, again, you, you have that. You have that such a deep catalog there. Um, you yeah. watched uh, Harley Quinn, the animated series, right? And I think kind of coming into this, people were expecting this to be in a similar vein. Um, no. How would you compare the two? No, no. I mean, they may have. You, you, that's fine. That they may have been the case, but they, they, they did not do that. No. Not at all. I mean, like, I guess they do have on Harley. You do have this ongoing theme throughout the course of all, this, on this ongoing plot throughout the course of all, and then you take these little side adventures where you focus on Harley with another character. So I guess it's fair in that sense, but it just doesn't. I also hate claymation. I found like for sure hate claymation <laughs> after watching this. So but, you are not Ben Wyatt, uh, contrary to popular opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no. Uh, uh -oh. am, you froze am... on me. You froze me right in the middle of a laugh, and it was perfect. You were like, <laughs> "Oh, jeez, no way." Am I am I unfrozen now? <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. Okay, that's good. but yeah, that's that is um that's funny. Yeah, no, I I don't I, I hate claims, but no, it's just the, the jokes aren't there as much. Like the, that's the thing where it's like it's the 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 the, the, the peaks. There are some peaks in this that are uh, like the jokes. Mm -hmm. That that's it. That is it outside that you have yeah. nothing else. With Harley Quinn animation, at least you have some good action mixing all it, and then it's characters we care about more. But the the valleys in the Harley Quinn animated show are like minimal. Like, yeah, they, they, like it's just that's what that's that's a good question. Well, and question. I like the uh the idea that they were able to show Modoc and this idea of like what a supervillain does, you know, on their day to day. Like you were saying about yeah. um uh what's her name? Uh the Corella Deville, right? Or yeah. or Willy Wonka. It's like you kind of see the, how the other side lives, so to speak. And I thought him just kind of coming home to a you know nuclear family so to speak the, the two kids and an animal and a wife or whatever uh, was kind of funny i liked ben schwartz lou the son i thought he was pretty funny i think he's a great voice actor as well yes um, he is a good voice actor the daughter was great melissa i thought she was maniacal and crazy kind of like uh much like modok in that i thought that was very funny mm. um i thought the overall storyline that that was driving the family storyline of this of him losing his company, his family, his family falling apart, and and his wife wanting to get the divorce, right? Uh, Jody there didn't really do it for me. Uh, I didn't really find that it happens right in the first episode, and then, like, yeah, it's it's supposed to seem like Modoc. It's because of Modoc, right? But I think Melissa is just or, or Jody is just as selfish because she wants this 
career as a YouTuber. And then you see like through a couple of episodes, she's not, doesn't even care about the kids anymore. She turns into a completely self-absorbed person who's just concerned about like how she's looked in social media and, and in the news and stuff with Wonder Man. And I'm like, this is awful. Okay. So first of all, it's out of that. But. Amy Garcia is awesome. She's in a um, what is it? She's in Lucifer, which comes back this week. Oh, actually, okay. um, I'm very excited to to watch that. Is so it's the second half of season five. Very excited for that. Um, but I, I look, Modok is such a piece of shit in this show. Of course, that, he's the villain. He's a villain. Right. He's but and I guess with I guess with like Amy Garcia, it's like, well, what do you or the sorry with Jody? It's like, well, what do you expect? You married a villain, but at the same time. Like she's being selfish, but at the same, but with like she wants to have her own career, she wants to have her own thing. Like I understand, like she's reaching so far, but she's actually like right. She's justified in doing what she wants to do now. So then she when breaks it, up the whole family just so she can have her career. No, that's not what you. That's what you thought it was. That's why she broke up the family. That's, that's kind of what it felt like. Yeah. Yeah, to me it felt completely like Modoc does not give a shit about any of her stuff, and he just wants her to be there just to to have somebody there to because he's supposed to have a wife. It's a, it's pacifier or whatever. He's not going to support her in her ventures or anything like that. He sucks. Like that's why that's another reason why I, I freaking hate him. He's brutal. Like she's loyal to you. She's right there for you. You're an, uh, you look at you, and she's she loves you for who you are. Come on. So yeah, no, I don't think it's just because she's selfish. Uh, you know, there's different strokes for different folks, you know, I think you, know, you can view, view it, uh, in, in a different way, but I think, yeah, I think there's a lot of people to blame in this situation. Of course, Modoc is the villain, right? I, I mean, I, I just think that it kind of goes without saying that, of course, he's an asshole. Like that's, that's but she married of, a villain, so she should be an asshole too, no? She kind of is. Yeah, but I'm saying that she's not, but, but Wes, it's not just that she's selfish. It's that Modoc does not give a shit about her. It, it, he he has lost his way at least. I will give him that because by the end of the show he kind of comes back and is like, okay, you want uh, things, of course. Work. But but you know you just put the kid through the you know put the kids through how long of turmoil just so that you can realize that you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No. They, yeah. They. Uh, what I about say, the kids, Nick? Huh? Think about the children. I will say it was funny when Modoc said like he's like I think he threw out a percentage there where he was like mo like most failed marriages is the kids' fault. I did think that was kind of funny. There were funny moments in this. I'm not. Yeah. 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 My my dad told me that too. Actually. Oh. I'm joking. Oh. I am joking. Uh, <laughs> did you have a favorite character? You know, mm, I I know I hated it was it Aaron. That guy sucked. He was awful. I kind of like Ben Schwartz's character. Um, the well, son. Austin, the uh, the new CEO of AIM, is that what? No, it was Austin. He sucked. Yeah, man. He like was the, the super like broy hipster guy. It was yeah. so bad, Wes, that it got I to the was point funny. where I was talking to when, when Lauren and I were watching. It, I was I had to like stop and be like, "There is nobody who is actually like this in real life. Like there are people who will be like this in real life, but that is not actually how they carry themselves. Like naturally, they have to force themselves to do this. It was so friggin' infuriating." God, Brooklyn, my friend, just, just spend a weekend. They're in fake. Williamsburg. I don't believe that's a real part. Like they're uh, actually, you know, that. Oh, I, I might agree with you. They might not believe that though. Fine. Fine. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm with you on that. Who's your favorite uh, character? I really liked uh super adaptoid. I thought he was funny. Again, he kind of reminded me of the American dad, uh, alien. Uh, why, why can I, uh, think Roger, of oh, Roger or, or Futurama's um, Bender, like that type of a character. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, I thought he was funny, maybe underutilized a little bit. Uh, I, again, I, I think if he's that Brian Griffin, that Bender, that Roger type, uh, utilize him a little bit more. Um, I agree with you on Ben Schwartz. I thought uh, Nathan Fillion as Wonder Man was great. Yes. Um, 
Yes. Again, I thought, I thought Melissa from Marrow, uh, as Melissa, the daughter there, was really good. So I, I thought the voice acting was re- – and again, like Bill Hader, Samuel Stearns, you don't really notice it. John Hamm as Iron Man. So Whoopi Goldberg, again, like a lot of names in here uh, that get thrown around. So I thought the voice acting you know, holds up. I would have liked more out of uh, Monica Rappuccini, that character. I, mm-hmm. I don't know much about her, but I feel like there was there was more potential there. Um, not you know anything to do with the voice acting. I think just the writing is what it came down to there. Um, it would, I would have liked more. I think uh, she was meh. At best, yeah, I would yeah say. Just, uh, just a meh. Um, Nathan Fillion was a good call. Wonder Man was awesome. I yeah, yeah. It. And, and it was played perfectly, right? That that the superhero vapid kind of thing, or you know, uh, Hollywood actor type of thing. I like yep. that. Um, let's see here. Do you want a second season? Huh. I mean, uh, no, I don't. Not at all. I, okay. I, I this <laughs> soft. I mean, they're gonna. We're probably we're in position to get one, and part of me thinks we will. But I am not watching that unless there is a major development regarding the show or you say, hey, Nick, I want to do this for an episode again. Then I will absolutely do it. Okay. But other than that, no. No. Uh, who is the more powerful wheelchair comic book character, Modoc or Professor X? I think – see, in this – okay, so Professor X, are we in agreement on this? See, I uh- – I think so. I, you can do stuff with your mind, right? You're te- you're a telepath, um, yeah. but it, isn't Modoc kind of like he, he can do stuff like with his mind? Yeah. Well, I mean, you see really with the do sto- anything, right? You see with his stone, right? What he can yeah. do with that when it's working. And this kind of is where my problem, I think, like my biggest problem I have with the show. Modoc is supposed to be this crazy evil genius and can kill and do all this stuff. And don't get me wrong, he gets beat in the comics a ton. We know all that, you know, because kids originally, blah, 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 all that makes sense. And I get this is supposed to be a comedy, so you're supposed to be making a joke on all that. But this guy, from start to finish, is a bumbling idiot. There is no, like, there are very few moments where it's like, oh, he's actually a genius. And it's not till like very late where he's trying to, where he's found himself again and he's the mailman, where it's like, oh, now we're seeing Modoc as a genius again. But the entire time outside of that, he's just screwing up stuff left and right. Yeah. And it's like, I get losing your way, but this is too, this is too far. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like I, that, I don't, that's, and that's where like I had the, I think my biggest issue with the show was you, you, the, the, you talk about like connective tissue, West. And like to me, it's like you try and pull on different threads and mm-hmm. you try to pull on one and you just completely unraveled it to where the point where I just can't, I cannot see how you got there. Well, okay. So as a, as a follow-up question, if this is the only MODOK we get in the MCU, are, are you satisfied with this version or do you want like a, a somehow a real, you know, CGI version of MODOK in the MCU? Yeah, I don't think I don't. Okay, so I would like if we get an animated Modoc at some point, but I don't know how you're gonna do. You can't do Modoc how he's supposed to look in CGI. I I don't think you can. I would think it's gonna that would suck. So, what if you did something like a uh, who was it Zod or Zed? It was Zed, right? The Power Ranger head. Yep. Uh, that was uh, who was Brian Cranston in the in the in the reboot there. Maybe yep. it was maybe something along those lines. Um, maybe, but. I don't. That's not. That's not. Or, or who was um? How? Not, who was the doctor? The German doctor who got away in the oh. Captain America movies? Who shows up in the TV screen? So maybe something like along those lines. Yeah, and, and then he. But th- so then you can put him with like a, a robot screen, like have him still be that floating thing, but as a robot head instead. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that might work. That I could possibly get behind. Um, I would love to see them find a way to do it, but I think it would be really hard to make that look good. 
And um, as, as good as the MCU is, there's a lot of shit. But I, I'd like to get a better version of Modok in – and that's not going to take much from the, you know, the yeah I, it's tough it, it's going to take some time i think to separate yourself much like a um like a like a fan, fan four stick or something like that you know yeah. give her some time to breathe um last thing before we wrap things up unless you have any other questions i, I did have one before yeah, you go please. to your last one have you ever liked claymation because like chicken run i remember as a kid yeah. I, I want i kind of liked it but i was like as a kid I, I i wanted to like it it seemed fun and then outside of that i i think i just absolutely hate it I liked Robot Chicken in college when I was, uh, you know, probably smoking way more pot at that point. So it, it was definitely more appealing to me. Um, but you know, claymation and like, I, what is it? Is it Gr- Wallace and Gromit? Gromit? Yeah, Wallace and Gromit. Yes. Yeah, like no, nah, like that's not for me. And like the Isle of Dogs and stuff, I, I don't really care for. It. Um, you know, it's very tedious. I, I have a lot of respect for the people who actually go through and do it. Right, as as the aforementioned Ben Wyatt uh, spent two weeks trying to do. Uh, something which he thought was going to be comparable to Avatar, uh, but of, of course it wasn't. So uh, I think it's very tough to do. So kudos to them for pulling off what eight, ten episodes of twenty-five minutes of pop. Like that takes a lot. Yeah, to stick to board games, Ben. Though I would say Cones of Dunshire <laughs> a little more successful. But. Yeah, exactly. Um, so this, this is a question uh, that I just came up with on the spot here. Uh, will this show Halloween at all for you? So that could go either way, right? It could get better or worse. Um, and I think in the course of this conversation, Wayne or Wayne, right? It's, it's, it's like the waxing and the waning. Movie. Yeah, I was thinking waxing, yeah. But um, <laughs> either way, it's not going to get better. I, I, I highly doubt it will get better. And that's because I think in the course of this conversation, it's gotten worse in my mind. Like it's sub oh. sub sixty, I think. Because again, wow. the laughs. The, there are some funny moments, and I'm like, you know, I have to go. I'm going to have to go watch this a second time if I. But I'm not going to do that to get the good lines that came out of this. Place, I just feel like it's a huge swing in the miss. So, so no, I think it, it. So yes, I do think you could Halloween and get worse. Yes, I I think it can get better for it. Um, again, I, I think it has that appeal for for the jokes, uh, the joke value. If you if you want, like those snippy, snappy, breakneck pace jokes, um, you know, I, I think that that definitely offers it to an extent, and and it is almost like a um, again a robot chicken. Um, what's the um, Archer that type of jokes? Maybe uh. even like Arrested Development style, where there's so much like there's a lot packed in that you don't necessarily catch the first time through so if you're looking through as my voice cracks uh, if you're looking for something like fall asleep to as a little laugh or something um i i can see that gaining on me over time okay i'm curious how everybody else in the dsg feels about it i part of me thought that you would i i I knew you were gonna like this more than me that i knew for a fact um i didn't actually i i came in i think that's probably why i came in with very low expectations that that probably helped um, but I'm curious how everybody else feels about it, uh, because it's just, it, I didn't, I mean, like I had, I, I didn't expect this to be like an A plus thing, Wes. I know it's, I don't know Hulu. I've never, I don't have Hulu. Like I had to watch Lauren has Hulu and I, I just, I know Modoc, but I mean, I don't know what Patton Oswalt's going to do with it and his claymation. So, I mean, I thought this was going to be at best like an 83 and wow look at where we are so i yeah, that my expectations well, were lower than normal that's that's on you my friend i'm sorry i'm sorry to hear that yes so fuck. um what, God, what, what is... do you say you ready to drop some loads in the the discharge depot Which all I, aboard I, you know you brought up the discharge depot <laughs> earlier and i was like 
that only proves my point more so that it's the co- that our that CMM if it's not changed my mind it's cautiously <laughs> masturbating more. Yes, you that's stuck the- in- <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's we uh- snuck it into one of our segments now. It was previously the quarantine corner, which has turned into the discharge people. Probably there's pretty reason behind that. Um, but anyways, yeah. Wes, what have you been up to? Uh, well, I've been thoroughly enjoying this this great outdoor weather on Cape Cod as one might as we uh, enter the the warm summer months. I've done some uh, quite a bit of hiking uh, with my my faithful furry friend Cody. Ah, um, all over you know the if you go to the savebuzzardsbay.org, savebuzzardsbay.org, they have all this uh, conservation land and hiking trails that you can search by town. Like all the way from Bourne to Tiverton, Rhode Island, like all along the South Coast, um, and it's amazing. So they have all these like trails and stuff. So I've been kind of uh, working through all the trails in my town and my neighboring town with the dog. So that's been awesome. Really enjoyed that. Went for a little run on the canal. Got a little sunburn. My legs are sore. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's good stuff. And uh, we, we did some more house hunting. Oh, uh, yeah. So we, we put an offer in today. Ah, so, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see. I will keep you abreast on the situation, but please do. Are you uh, feeling a little bit better about it this time around? The last oh, time. oh yeah, the last one was um, uh, like I said, 170 people so or 150 people came to the showing and 70 people offered. Uh, right. So this one, we're guessing like 35 people came to the showing, and maybe half will will. Offer. I'm, well, the, I was more asking about how last time you were like, we put it in and we kind we want it, but I also kind of don't want to get it. Oh so no, like, no no we want this one yeah we okay. we feel good about it okay good so I hope you get it because last time like I couldn't even wish you luck because like I, I know no no it would have been immediate buyer's remorse no we like the house but that I mean I, that that house hasn't closed yet I imagine it was listed for two ninety nine uh, I imagine it's going to go for like four twenty five gotcha <laughs> wow yeah jeez okay. yeah it's it, so it was it was listed to kind of draw that um yeah that sort of attention but yeah gotcha. that was my weekend. Okay. Well, that's, yeah, that's a, I'd say it's a pretty damn good weekend. I yeah, we'll, we'll see. It could be, could be good. Uh, yeah. It was, well, either way, you're still getting out there. You're still doing it. You're getting after it and you're, you're going to find the right one eventually. Um, at least that's <laughs> nice. what I was always told. Nice, yeah. um, so I don't know. Uh, but I was um, speaking of, you'll find the right one eventually. I was actually in Connecticut for a portion of the weekend. Oh, um, with a bro? Uh, nope, with a lady. And oh. uh, we were checking out. Uh, she was showing me some parts of the, some of her old stomping ground. So it was nice, nice to kind of get to see that. And um, in the course of things, we watched Jack Reacher, with the Tom mm-hmm. Cruise movie, which came out years ago. And I never saw it. I just I saw the previews and I was like, okay, this is another Tom Cruise action movie. This is basically just a, a different name and it's uh, Mission Impossible thanks but no thanks i'm all set mm-hmm. and then watching it th- this weekend i was like okay well we'll see what happens and it turned out to be really freaking good way better than he, any of the mission possible which has like a he story. does that great though i mean he does those ro- roles great and it's what tom, tom clancy books if i'm not mistaken uh it's not tom clancy i cannot remember who it is but the books are par- apparently the, the the movie does not do the book justice i think wes uh from the defunct boxers podcast mentioned that but he said they get the tone of the the movie and the tone is awesome I like the character a ton, and I kind of want to read the book. Um, I, it's just tough after the, a novel. Lee Child. Lee, Lee Child. Child. Yes. There we go. Thank you. But but I I will watch the um, the other movie that came out, and I, but I really am, I'm excited for the I think it's an Amazon Prime show that we're gonna get with John Krasinski, right? Yeah. Um, is that John Krasinski or no? I think it's the guy from I think John. I think it's something else. Maybe maybe it is. 
I because yeah. I looked it up and I thought I saw it's called Reacher, but I thought it was the guy from Titans, like the Teen Titans show. I thought he was in it, um, the guy who plays Hawk. But either way, I'm I'm excited for it. Um, Alan Richson. Yes, that's oh that's what okay. Yeah, I don't know what you're. What was John Krasinski? Wasn't he in something like that? Yeah, but was it was like I thought it was Jack Reacher Shadow Recruit, and I think maybe the, that's what it was. But it's, yeah. it's something else, Shadow Recruit, and that's the Krasinski thing, I believe. So okay. I. So we're on, I'm glad that we're on the same page. We're right around it. Yeah. Yes. yeah. I'm excited that, for that show when it comes on Amazon Prime. Hopefully uh, it does the books a bit better justice, but it's a uh, pretty uh it was it was a good movie. It was a fun movie. Like just you know it, good tone, character's good. He's not a hero, but it's not like the cliched anti-hero sort of thing. So I I, I thought they did a, a good did a, a good job with it. That's Tom Cruise's wheelhouse. I mean, he can't go wrong with those action type of flicks. Yeah, but I I'm telling you it's like with Mission Impossible I like but I haven't seen one. I haven't seen like the last two or three, but my parents the, liked them. This the new ones, you should watch. You would like that. It's definitely more action-based. Yeah, I would go okay. back and watch it. I don't think you even necessarily have to like watch three, four, five or whatever. Um, this I is more character. This has action in it, but this is more character-heavy and more about Jack Reacher and who he is and all and like his detective work and, and whatnot. So that, that's I what see. I mean. Okay. So it all is right. a little bit different. I mean, it's still in his wheelhouse for sure, but it's still a little different. And that's why I liked it. But um, – Anyway, speaking of other podcasts that I mentioned in the course of shared universe. So Dork is talking about Army of the Dead, which is the new Netflix movie. That is uh, Zack Snyder starring Dave Bautista. Yeah. Uh, are you going to watch this? Uh, it's a zombie heist film. Um, yes. I love heist films. I don't really care for zombie movies, um, but I might give it a shot. You know, who, who knows? Yeah. Yeah, I I think I think actually you know what? I am watching because my dad said to me, set up a time we're watching this together. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, my dad my dad's a big movie fan. He grew up with going with his um, with my godfather and uh, their his dad like as is a big thing for them. So, anyways, he wants to see this. Um, so there's that. And so Dork's talking about that this week. Mac and Goo is doing canceled movies volume one, and you actually watched their stream of this. Uh, Was it? Did you have a good time? I enjoyed it. I had fun. I, I feel like I learned a little bit. I laughed a little bit. Cried a little oh. bit. You know, it was a full day. You well, see, n- now we know the whole thing is a lie because Wes hasn't cried in <laughs> how long? So, um, oh yeah. Oh wait a minute. I, wait a minute. Not, I'm saying that like wait a minute. There was something that he almost teared up for. Not like fairly recent, like in the course, of, like in the time that the show's been around. No, no, no? I think you're mistaken. I, I, I don't know. I feel like you said something on here once. I don't know. I have to go back and check the tape. I have but, to check the tape. Um, the people for communism podcast. You know what? I don't know what the fuck they're doing this week. I don't know what they're doing half the fucking time, anyways. So That's true. Um, you know, they're usually a Tuesday show, and sometimes they're on Wednesday. But I do know that they now have the I heard it both ways audio uploaded. There it took them long enough, so I'm glad mm. that they, they've gotten on that. TLDR speaking of doc again we're doing the June solicitation episode this month so talking about what's new this week and then what's new for all of next month so you guys can be up to date on what we're what Joe and I are reading and which we would think a lot of our readers are our listeners are into reading or at least into giving a shot uh she'll play still on hiatus right no longer she'll play in fact if you go to at mcu at home you the people can decide on what the next name will be right now the polls are live there's a couple good options out there i believe at the current moment uh time cops 
is leading, but I think it's a tight, tight race. Time Cops is a good one. I will give you that. Um, I'm trying to pull this up. I believe it's Time Crisis, uh, Get Help, and then Burdened with Glorious Purpose are the four options. Wait a second. Why isn't Max name? Max just, okay, so yeah. Brother from Another, which is pretty good. Yeah, Max was the best one. that I mean, Time Cops is a good one. I will say that. But Max was awesome. I really like that one. Yeah, right. I, I agree, but you know you can't win them all. Mac does deserve credit, though. He does. Wh- which one do you want, Wes? Do you have? I, well, I voted for Time Cops, but I wouldn't be uh, upset with Burning with Glorious Purpose as my uh, egotistical mindset uh, kind mm. of approves of that sort of thing. Shoot. Okay. Well, you're not making it easy for me. I want to vote for whichever one that you want because that's how I. Vote. I want the people to decide. That's how the people vote. Okay. All right. My well, vote is what the people vote. Speaking of people, uh, Joe, Shime, and Davey, make sure you go follow them on mm-hmm. Twitch. They're playing their video games. Shime, I don't even know what he's playing these days. Doc is playing fucking marbles. I played him on the show recently on Twitch, and I was waiting for like a half hour while he was playing fucking marbles. I, I don't even know what that, that is. I, I watched like five minutes. Of it. I was like, what, what is this shit? I don't know. I'm trying to play a goddamn show. I get my teeth kicked in. Because of that game, well, that game pisses me off. I'm gonna keep playing with Joe, but it's not good for my health. I had a headache afterwards. Yeah, right. Turns out steroids doesn't necessarily help you in video games. Yeah, who fucking knew? I, I wish <laughs> I, I wish that my guy told me that before I started this last. You're cycle. just crushing but, controllers and anger. That's that's great. Yeah. Uh, actually, yeah, they did. That's what happened at the end. My batteries died. But anyway, I can imagine. Yeah. So next week, uh, again, programming alert. We will be recording next Tuesday instead of next Monday, uh, and we will be doing the best New England summer destinations. It's a Massachusetts mask off Memorial Day weekend. So we are soliciting you, the people, to give us uh, once again your favorite New England summer destinations, day trips, weekend getaways, summers, uh, drinks, and meals. Uh, your favorite restaurants send all of that um if you wish or any of that to our twitter account at change my mind pod you can slide in the dms or uh email us if you have like a video or something you want to get on we'll play during the live stream Mm -hmm. uh at or email that to change my mind dsg at gmail.com so it won't be at the same bat time same bat place no it it will be the same bat content it will and i want i'm going to put a limit you have to send us that by Sunday. So the Sunday before we're recording the episode, you have to send all that stuff. And if you want to do an audio thing, you know, on your phone, you can send that to us as well. I'll figure out a way to make, turn it into a video for you guys. So that way you can be seen on here. Um, but if you want, if you're going to send us this stuff, make sure you let it, you know, you're okay with having your face seen on the stream yes. or your name being shared, your Twitter handle, however you want to be identified. Make sure you let us know those things. Um, Cause once we get it, we want to be able to use it to, you know, as much as we possibly can. So um, absolutely. You already did yes. the sign-off thing, so I apologize for stepping on it. No, that, hey, that was it. That was a pertinent piece of information there. Bye, everyone.